Gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we are live. We are back finally behind the mics. It's been a little bit. It's summertime. What do you expect? But we have a special guest tonight. I was reached out to by Blaine Pop fan and Ray Ruth, and they wanted this young man to get on and speak with us. Hey, it's the Cragger. He's with us tonight to talk some Maple Leaf, some hockey, and tell some stories. And of course, I got my co-host, P434, Mr. Dylan Fournier. But the floor is yours, the Craiger. How's it going, my friend? Excited to have you here. Yeah, it's great to be on there. I'm glad you guys uh, – actually, my cousin Leanne in Strathair, Ontario, talked to me today about being on here. And anyway, uh, let's get right down to the Maple Leafs. Um, hey, you know what? You control it. You rock and roll. We'll roll through the topics. But you, I, go ahead. you want to jump in on the Leafs? Let's roll. Let's roll. I think – they have to get rid of the one of the core four if they ever want to win a Stanley Cup. And I think the guy that has to go is Nylander. Like, do, you, do you watch do you watch him, Abe, please? Like, you know, sometimes it's where he's like he's off his game some some games, and then other times he's on his game. Yeah. Like he does uh, nothing. Like he does one, you know, he does something one game, and the other games he does he does nothing. There's gotta be there's gotta be a reason why he he does that, you know. And the other well, thing is, where are they in the playoffs? Where are the where are the where are those guys in the playoffs? Like you, you see them do stuff great, they're great during the regular season, but come playoff time, they do nothing. Like, you know. Well, I will say this playoff, at, if you well, look at William Nylander this playoffs, he did actually he did actually you know, kind of put the team on his back a little bit, scored a couple key goals, and same with Mitch Marner. But yeah. I, I will say I agree with you. Through the regular season, there are nights that we uh, perceive William Nylander to take nights off or yeah. not put in 100% effort. But, I mean, yeah. that is the good, the bad, and the ugly when it comes to William Nylander, right? Because yeah. you yeah. know you're going to get goals from him. You know you're going to get points from him. And you know he's going to be able to help your team but then you have to take the ugly and the bad with him as well because you know yeah. he's not going to back check. He's not going to be physical. Those things are yeah. not there for him. He, I, th I think he lets up off the gas a little bit. Just uh, one of your favorite sayings there. He he, he doesn't put put the foot on, foot to the put put the foot to the metal there uh, at all yeah. at yeah. times, and it's frustrating when uh, you know he's going for a puck in the corner and he's not he's not uh, battling with his full heart. Now, I want to ask you, uh, mister, what do you think of the moves that were made this offseason by the Toronto Maple Leafs? I want to hear the Craigers' thoughts because we brought in some pretty good guys, some guys that add a little bit of um, snarl and a little bit more substance to this roster, guys like the Reeves, guys like Bertuzzi, guys like Domi, that finally can add a little bite to this roster. What does the Craiger think of the additions the Maple Leafs made? Do you approve or not? Um, well, I like the Ryan Reese um, pickups as well, but I mean, he, is he a fighter or is he a goal scorer? And, uh, he's a fighter. He's a, he's a mucker for sure. Yeah. And the other thing is they brought in that Klemberg on the fence. Now I want to know, is he going to help the team on the fence? Because I think we're kind of a little short on the fence this year because we lost Justin Hull to the Toronto, to the um, Detroit Red Wings. And 
I don't know if you go back. I don't like. How old are you? Like, what's your age? I'm 37. Dylan's so Dylan's a baby though. Dylan's only 20 something. Yeah. <laughs> so were you around when uh, Larry Murphy got traded from Toronto to the, the Red Wings? I wasn't fully cognizant of what no. hockey was at that point. I wasn't I wasn't as invested as I am now, shall I say? Okay. I know what happened, but I wasn't. Uh, it didn't strike me as something that kind of hurt my feelings, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And and the Max Domi, uh, you know, I hope it does work out. But the other thing is, he's been on so how many teams has he, has he has he went went from? He was he was in Arizona, yep, Montreal, yep, uh, Dallas, Columbus, Carolina, Columbus, Dallas, and Carolina, yeah, Carolina, Chicago, oh yes, Dallas, and now Toronto. So. There's got to be a reason why he's getting moved around so much, you know? Like, well, at least for point. two of those teams, I can't speak for them all, but at least for two of those teams in Carolina and uh, the Dallas Stars, I think it was more of a cap squeeze kind of thing where he didn't get re-signed. He, was he signed in Chicago for that small money because they knew they'd be able to move him at the trade deadline. And again, even with the Toronto Maple Leafs, Domi wanted a long-term contract, but the Leafs said no. One year for now, and the only reason why they did that is we all know they have some big guys who need some big money coming up, and they need to make sure that every dollar can be allocated to Matthews and Nylander. But to your point, yes, he's been around a lot of different teams, but every single team, if you ask anyone around that team, they love him. They love what he brings in the room. He breaks up all the tension. He's a joker in the room, has a lot of fun in the room. So he could be a guy, along with Reeves, that really breathes life into this kind of stagnant room where these guys are known to hang out in their room, their hotel rooms on the road. They don't go out yeah. and hang out with each other. Yeah. So maybe now this allows those things to happen and start rolling the right way. But, yeah, I definitely agree with you. Definitely now, agree with you. the other thing is, what about goaltending? Are you, like, are you a little I'm, – I'm – tell you the truth, my opinion – James and Dylan, my opinion, I think goaltending is a little iffy. Now, um, I'm still waiting to hear how Sansonov did an arbitration. Like, is he gonna say is he gonna stay at the lease or is he gonna go? Well, the arbitration numbers just came out. The lease came in at 2.4, was it? Yep. And I think the uh that he came in at 4.9. Yep. And obviously, with any arbitration, you find common middle ground. The arbitrator will do that, and he'll take arguments from both sides. I see him being paid around 3.25, 3.5, maybe on a two to three year deal, uh, which is fine. And then you have Wool as your backup, which is, I mean, for once, and the Gregor, you've been around the lease a long time. They're, you're one of your teams. I know Detroit had a little bit of love in there too for you. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But the Leafs have had trouble drafting yep. and developing goaltenders. Yep. And they finally have one in Joe Wool. So I really think they do want to bring him along. And I do think that he should be given the opportunity to be the backup to Ilya Samsonov. My opinion, Matt Murray. No, no. Did they, did they uh, have a guy that they got from Sweden, Eric? Uh, oh, Shalgren. Eric Shalgren yeah. is now a New Jersey devil. Oh, yes. he is? I thought he said. I, I thought somebody no, said he, he signed uh, in the offseason the, uh, as a free agent over there, unfortunately. Okay. I like him too. See, the problem is 
this new GM, I think he's got a lot. Like, so, so let's let's just finish with the goaltending uh, scenario at, at first. It's Matt Murray was a big joke by signing him last summer. I can't believe it. He's hurt all the time. the 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 last two years he had it. It's Pittsburgh when he went back to back Stanley Cups. Like, it's ridiculous that Kyle Dubas would bring him in. He's hurt half the year. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, why would you I do agree. that? So stupid. It, it, it doesn't make sense. You know, like I Dubas. Said- I don't know. I just I didn't like I you know I did you know what the thing they should did they should have kept Mark Hunter as a general manager of the Toronto Leafs because I think he would do a lot more than Mark Hunter did. You know, look, a doing year in London, right? You, yeah, well, I, I, know, I know the system look, here. Look what Mark Hunter did with the London Knights. Like, yeah. you know, how many teams went to the NHL? Max Domi, uh, Corey Perry, uh, Dave Bolin, Patrick Mitch Kane, Marner, Marner. to Chuck, to Chuck. Yeah. Uh, he's kind they, of idiot, but they breed him here, man. And, and and we just drafted Easton Cowan too, which was I think was a big surprise. But yeah, no, I. I, I get your point. I uh, I think last year Dubas kind of took a, a risk on on two goalies, and Matt Murray was one of those risks that if it hit, it was going to be a good risk. And it was kind of the same thing with Samsonov because the Capitals gave up on him, and there he was kind of left in the waters of can I still be able to? Am I still able to prove that I am a good goalie at a young age? And Frankly, he stepped up to the plate last year, and I, I think that's that's kind of where we're at, obviously. But um, I did hear that Elliot Freeman uh, had a video come out that Matt Murray's situation is, e- is either going to be bought out or traded, I think, as far as I know. Um, Matt Murray, um, from what I'm understanding, he's too injured to be bought out. Yes. I think the lingering concussion okay. issues will allow him to be the, uh, the newest – Bagpacking member of Robida Island. Yeah. He will be over there hanging out with Joffrey Lupul and Mr. Stefan Robida. But to touch on what you were saying, the Gregor and Dylan, listen, it was a high risk, high reward. Yeah. If Matt Murray was able to perform, which when he was in the net for the Maple Leafs, wasn't always an egregious situation. It was pretty darn good, yeah. if you ask me. You know, there was times where he didn't look great, and that's usually when he got injured. And was gone for a while. But when he was in between the pipes, he gave them adequate goaltending. I'm not going to say great. I'll say adequate goaltending, which you look at some of the teams that have won the Cups lately. It's not superstar goaltenders. No. Outside of Andre Vasilevsky, it's Darcy Kempfer. It's Aiden Hill. It's a guy who can give you league average goaltending or a little bit better. Not superstar, but it's the defense in front of him. Which, hey, the defense for the Toronto Maple Leafs got Jack Campbell paid, by the way. Yeah, $5 million per year. If you look at the defensive metrics for the Toronto Maple Leafs, one of the top teams in the league for shot block, shot suppression, all that other kind of stuff. So it's obviously they're helping the goaltenders, which helps Ilya Samsonov, which brings it back full circle, which also helps the Maple Leafs in their arbitration case in saying it's not all on the goaltender. Here's our examples. But yes, I will say Matt Murray was a risk. They tried it. It didn't work, but there's ways out of it, and looks like they may be able to LTIR their way out of this one right here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
I want to ask the Craiger about uh, Matthews and uh, Nylander. What do you think? What would you pay William Nylander? What would your bottom dollar be for William Nylander? Not, I wouldn't pay him a lot because if he's not, you know what? If they want to keep him around, he's got he's he's got to do something. He's got to like you know. He's got to do something every single game. Like I see Marner Matthews, like, well, I know Matthews was hurt this year, right? A little bit. Yep. Um, well, yeah, a little bit. I think it was at the beginning of the season, right? Yeah. Okay. So I know Matthews was hurt a little bit this year. And um Marner, you know, he he does he does a lot better than Nylander. I like Marner because he's a good hockey player. And so so but Matthews was hurt this year. And I mean, the year before he won the Hart Trophy. Um, so anyway, uh, can I show you guys something? Yeah, sure. Okay. Oh, look at that! So this is what I got. Um, I were, well, you know, I told you I work at the grocery store in Tilbury. Yep. So I got this from my uh, bosses for being being at my job for 20 years at Tilray Foodland. Nice. And That's awesome. Beautiful. This is what they, they wrote on the back. Congratulations, Craiger. You're a great worker and an even better friend. Here's to 20 years and 20 more. Sincerely, your brothers, Brent and Brandon. That's awesome. That's a great yeah. Great yeah, little. Always good to get some recognition like that. I'm, that's very cool, man. I'll show you. We're talking now. All right, all right. Well, listen, I want to say one thing before we get rolling again. I do know that it was uh, your birthday last Friday, so I want to give you a happy belated birthday and say, hey, thanks for joining us on this show. We're not done yet, but I want to say happy birthday to you because obviously birthdays are super important. Absolutely. So happy happy birthday to you, my friend. Thank you. Do you guys do Facebook? Uh, I think Dylan does. I don't. I'm not a I do a little bit, yeah. No, I'm just I'm I'm a Facebook nut, so this you know, like oh no no problem. I'll make sure I post this up on Facebook for you too. No worries. Um, I want to ask you a question though. Your mom said that there was a prior love to another team called the Detroit Red Wings. What happened yeah. there, and then what got you over to the Leafs? Well, the thing that got me like in the Leafs because my backup went to the Maple Leafs. Oh, okay. okay. And he went from the Red Wings. To the Maple Leafs, he, um, that that's why I went from from Detroit to Toronto because I I because because he went there, but it's obviously it didn't really work out because he kind of treated his players like garbage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, know? you gotta make and sure you treat them good. You know, you know, for what he did to Marner, he put Marner on the bus, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that wasn't a very good situation, and. I know for a fact that you are probably 100 times the coach Mike Babcock is behind the bench. Me? Yeah. Yes. Treat your people right. Talk to them right. That picture you just showed us there with the insignia on the back there and what they said about you, that's what you want. You want people to work with you and you want to work with people, and that's exactly what it sounds like you do. So I think you would be a mentor to a guy like Mike Babcock who kind of – like you said, put guys underneath the bus. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What do you think about him becoming a new head coach uh, uh, in Columbus? I don't know. I, I I just hope he doesn't do the same thing he did in uh, 
Toronto, you know. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, they uh, Col- Columbus has a lot of young guys, so I hope I hope he's learned his lesson and he doesn't uh, duplicate that again. Hmm. So I want to ask this question here for you. I heard there's a story about Brad Richards. Yeah. And you had like an all-timer of a chirp. <laughs> I want to hear this story. I want to hear it in its fullness from you. Um, well, we have a local guy, Steve Ott, from Stony Point. He was playing Dallas. And um, we went to Dallas. Uh, it was in 2009. We went saw three hockey games. Uh, Pittsburgh, no, uh, St. Louis, Anaheim, Pittsburgh. And we're going through the dressing rooms, and Brad Richards, Brad Richards is watching a replay from when Calgary beat uh, Tampa, when Calgary or Tampa Bay beat Tampa. And yeah, yeah, Tampa Bay, Calgary. And I says, "Hey, Richards, get get over. You're not Tampa Bay anymore. You're Dallas Star." <laughs> <laughs> what was his reaction to that? Did he did he say anything to you? Or? No, no. <laughs> no, he just gave you a look, maybe. His mouth dropped. So <laughs> I heard James Neal was cracking up though. Yeah, that's James, James Neal like that one. That's that's a funny yeah. one. So when you went to the, the the games, the basketball games, and everything like that, um, obviously you said Steve Ott brought you down. Um, were you hanging out with Steve Ott? Did you get to you know chum it up with him a little bit, ask him some questions? Um, we got to like hang around with him, like like downstairs after the hockey games and that. So yeah. But not really like we just kind of yeah went to the practice and then dressing room. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Now I know that your mom said that you've met a lot of NHL players. So yeah. the question I got to ask is, who is your favorite person that you've met so far, or maybe just a favorite person you get to interact with that really is, uh, you know, just a class class act, so to speak. Shaw Gretzky. Gretzky. Yeah. Yeah, is he just is he very talkative, or is he just like takes a lot of time to listen and hang out? And <laughs> well, we like didn't that? talk to him very much. We just talked to him like for a little bit. So, yep. Did you get anything autographed from him? Right here. Oh, oh wow! Look at that. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Who's the yeah. Oilers jersey behind you? Grant Fuhr. Grant Fuhr. Nice. There you go. Grant Fuhr is the ultimate comeback artist when it comes to social media, too. That guy right there has some zingers. And from what I hear, he used to have some zingers on the ice as well. Yeah. So when you're going around, you're doing your hockey stuff. I mean, I've heard that you've been around the game of hockey forever since the age of five. For you, what is your favorite part of hockey? Is it the coaching aspect? Is it getting to go to the rink? Some people say just the smell, no matter what kind of rink they go, just the smell oh, of the rink oh, really yeah. draws them in. What is it for you that really draws you into hockey? Obviously the games, but there's got to be more to that. What is it that draws you in? Uh, to go into the games every week? You're saying yeah. like going to my hockey hockey games? And yeah, that what and draws you? What you, What makes you a fan what, of hockey? What, what, drives what makes you, you love hockey? Well, I just like watching it. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, being around the guys, like I, there were a lot, like the guys on Thursdays, Sundays, and Tuesdays. They're all they're they're like my brothers a little bit. Nice. Because we we go along with each other, but if if I see they're not playing right, I'll tell them 
play better, play harder. Yeah. Like push yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Do not take your foot off the gas. Right. That's your, yeah. that's your saying, right? Yeah. Like really push it to them. So you're watching a game and somebody's not doing something and you're behind the bench. What's your approach? We talked about Mike Babcock's approach. What's your approach? What does the Craiger do to get everybody fired up behind the bench and go on? God, does it play harder? Like, yeah. Yeah. So give it all you got. Yeah. Give it all you got. All right. I want to ask you about this past season about the Toronto Maple Leafs. So obviously for the first time in a very, very long time, the Maple Leafs have made it to the second round. And you were talking about Sheldon Keith before we came on. So, what do you think for this season coming up for Sheldon Keefe? What does he need to do differently to be able to get this team to the promised land, whether it's the conference finals or the Stanley Cup finals? What does Sheldon Keefe need to do and what advice can the Kreger give Sheldon Keefe to get the Maple Leafs going? They need they need to get past the second round. If if yeah. if you want to go to the third the Stanley Cup, you gotta get past the second round. That's always the toughest. You know, like I was just happy they got past the first round this year. If they didn't, if they were never got past Tampa Bay, you know, I mean, Tampa Bay was a great hockey club, but yep. you know what? How like how many Stanley Cup final appearances three in a row the last couple of years? Like, and then won the Stanley Cup two years in a row, yeah, back to back, and uh, one of the finals and lost so. I'm just happy they beat Tampa because that was that was the, the the step they needed to do to get past like to to you know they need to get past the first round. Now they need to get past the second round to get to the Stanley Cup finals. And you have to realize you have to get past the second round to get in the third round and then win the third round and to go to the cup finals. You're not going to get when going to Stanley cup. If you get past those three rounds, you know, like, yeah, you know, do you, do you think that uh, when they faced off against Florida, that they really underestimated them in the second round because Florida came yeah. out flying. Yeah. 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 Now, what do you think of that series? Did you, did you like the, the grit and the grind that Florida was punching against Toronto. And like, do you think that Toronto didn't respond properly to all the grit that was coming at them? Or how do you feel about that? Do you think that they well, should have responded better? Are you talking the Florida series? Yes. The Florida, yeah, series. The Florida series. I thought Florida's goaltending was a little bit better because, and then they had like Florida had a lot of good players like Brandon Montour. Yeah. You know, Matthew Kachuk, you know, um, and we needed, you know, we didn't play up to our caliber, you know, like yeah. that was the problem, you know. Now, what do you think of Austin Matthews? I think in the first round, he kind of bummed up his wrist, you know, tussling with Steven Stamkos. He wasn't the same in the second round himself. Uh, what do you, what was your, your view on Austin Matthews game in the second round? Uh, I mean, he was okay, but not the way he was last year, like in the playoffs, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, he he was probably hurt, you know, and it's probably had a hard time, you know. 
So, for for yeah. you, when you look at this Maple Leafs team, what kind of guy, what is your favorite kind of guy on this squad? For me, I look at guys like John Tavares and TJ Brody. I love the leadership. I love the quiet kind of style. I love the guys who go about their business and just get it done. With TJ Brody, obviously, he's good on defense, good at breaking up plays. A little lackluster last year, slowed down a little bit. But I like those kind of guys. What kind of guys is a Craiger like on the Maple Leafs? Uh, I like John Tavares, really. And I like I like TJ Brody, but I think his time's almost running out, you know? Like, he's, he's getting older, step, yeah. you know? Yep. Yeah. What uh, What do you think of Morgan Riley's performance in the playoffs? I think he really stepped it up to the plate in the playoffs, uh, if you're asking me. And I, I think um, – he was really the one shining star that uh, wasn't wasn't uh, shining last year. Uh, he's got to do better. Uh, he did good, but you know, he's got to do better. You know. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to be a number one defenseman or looked at as a number one defenseman on Absolutely. a team like the Toronto Maple Leafs, you should be carrying your team at the bare minimum on the back end for your power oh. play and driving points. So, yeah, I agree with you, Craig. That's the way it should be for Morgan Riley. Um, I want to ask you this. A guy like Mark Giordano obviously won the shot block of the you know, year award. He was the guy who got the most shot blocks, got the gold plaque. But in the playoffs, he looked like he as well was a guy who kind of took a step back and was a little bit slower. What are your thoughts on Mark Giordano? And do you think the least maybe should give him a few nights off this season, even if he doesn't want it? Uh, I think he's kind of getting older, you know? Yeah. They should get him some nights off. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, you know, they got to they gotta go younger, you know. Like, you know, like, I mean, is John Tavares' career going to be over soon too? Like, you know. Well, I mean, look at Johnny T. He's, he's almost still a point-per-game player, though. I mean, you know, you can't really slight him for that. I mean, there's not very many guys that are close to a point-per-game in the NHL. <laughs> We, you know, and I, I do agree with you. His foot speed may not be the same that it used to be, and it never was that fast to begin with. But he's got two years left on the eleven million dollar deal. I think he will re-sign with the Maple Leafs at a lower cap yeah. hit, kind of like an Anze Kopitar type of deal. But you know, I don't think his career is over. But no. I do think it's in the twilight, and I do think that you're right. He will start to dip a little bit in production, and you'll have to get him to a yeah. lower deal for sure, for sure. But um, you know what? He brings it every night. He's one guy that you know that does not take a night off. I wanted to ask you now. For the last few years, we've we've seen the likes of Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, and William Nylander all come up and obviously get their bigger contracts. But uh, I, I wanted to get your opinion on Matthew Nice. What do you think of him uh, coming out of co- or yeah college and uh, stepping right into the playoffs uh, as a Leaf? Well, I think he, uh, you know, I think he uh, has to realize if he wants to be uh, in an NHL, he's got he's got to suck it up a little bit, you know. Like he got hurt in the playoffs, and it was too bad that he got hurt because, you know, I mean, there's a guy that you know he could be on the team next year if, you know, like with uh, some of these guys leaving this year, like Kerfoot's gone, right? I, I didn't, you know. Yep. I, I wasn't too ha- I wasn't too sure about him, you know. Like I'm not a big fan of him. <laughs> and then Dylan says he falls down all the time with curve. Yeah. And then I'm not really too I, I was I wasn't too happy uh 
Bunting left. I wasn't too happy about that. Mm, I I was, I think Bunting, but I wasn't. You talk about guys time. who kind of stayed their due or whatever. I think Bunting's time with Toronto was done. With yeah. Toronto, I think that the spotlight was a little too hot on him, especially when he ran his mouth with the, the referees there. But I do think that they addressed that, you know, absence, so to speak, for the roster by bringing in guys like Domi and Bertuzzi, yeah. who really can, you know, probably play Domi for sure, a more skilled game. A lot of people might be down on Bertuzzi because he didn't play a full season last year. But the last time that he suited up for more than 60 games, he was pretty much a point-per-game player. So I'll take that any day of the week on a 30-goal score. And I got they, – they're upgrades on Bunting. And, I mean, Bunting may be more just a product of Austin Matthews Hell and yeah. the guys we got to play with, right? So well, we will see. Um Greg, I want to ask you, this season for the Maple Leafs, what are you looking forward to the most? Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what the team is going to like from last year to this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I want to see what it's going to be like this year from last year. Are now, you? Go ahead, Dilly. I was going to say, are you somebody that uh, tends to buy jerseys every year of new players coming in, or are you just going to – you just kind of wait for uh, the the players you like to to buy their jerseys. Well, not really. If my mom no. and dad can afford it, because <laughs> I can't afford because I'm in a, I'm in, I'm on a tight income, right? So. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, for so sure. Unless they buy for me for Christmas or my birthday, so. Well, is there any on your list then? Are there any jerseys that are on your Christmas list know. or your birthday list? Martin or Matthews. Marner Matthews. Nice. Those are great jerseys to have. Yes. Great, great jerseys to have. I got well, one. maybe now I'm famous, I can get a new jersey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, if there's anybody who's listening right now that has a, a spare Matthews or Marner jersey, uh, link up with us and we'll get it out to the Kreger. As, uh... You want me my dad? Tell him we say hi for sure. Yeah. Listen. We're super pumped that we got to have you on. And like I said, coming into the show here, we would love to get you on again closer to the season, see what the roster actually looks like throughout the season and then going into the playoffs. I'd love to have you back on a few more times, Craiger. Um, It's been great speaking with you. I love the stories. I love chit-chatting. Um, yeah, just get your mom to reach out any single time or even yourself if you want to. I know you got Facebook and you're active. Reach out to Dylan. Say, hey, I want to come back on. There's something I want to talk about. And we'll yeah, definitely get absolutely. you back on the talk. Thanks, guys. Do you want thank to talk you. a little more? You got to go. Oh, we're good right here. We wanted to say thank you very much for uh, for giving us some time, my buddy. And like right. I said, we'll talk again, I'd say, in September when the roster is a little bit more firm. And okay. we know what's going on with the coaching staff, too. Okay. Sounds great. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. Bye, there he is. That's Bye. the Kreger. We appreciate him for jumping on. And that's the offside for tonight. Listen, this is Offside Hockey Talk, where the Maple Leafs and hockey – Come to talk. Boom goes the dynamite. All right, I'm going to end this one. You're still live. I know, it didn't work. Oh. <laughs>